I'm Beverly Sartain, and this is the Holistic Coach Legacy Podcast, where you get support in being an impactful and confident coach. In today's episode, we are going to be chatting with a former student, Kristen Collins. I'm so excited to share her, her essence, her story with you. She came to me, or we we ended up having a conversation because she happens to speak from the stage, and we were both curious how coaching may support her in working with people beyond the stage. So I can't wait for you to hear more of our conversation, and um, the intention behind the episode is to share how much she received from the coach training and how it was far beyond what she could have imagined and that the learnings that she had truly impacted all areas of her life. So I hope that you enjoy hearing this and being with us today. Um, Always remembering that we are here and available to support you. If you are looking for a coach certification program, I will put more information in the show notes if that's resonating with you. Many blessings to you. Thank you for being here. All right, here we are with Kristen. So happy to have you here. Thanks for being with us today. Bev, it's such an honor. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Of course. I was really looking forward to us eventually doing this one day. And so I'm happy that that day has come. And um, just to give a little bit of a backstory to how we know one another, you uh, have graduated from the Holistic Coach Certification Program. And I really wanted to have you on because you come from a little bit of a different background than most of my people come from. So you are a speaker, you speak from the stage, and you do consultant work. And so I really wanted uh, for people to be able to hear your story so that if anybody is resonating with that path, that they can also hear how coaching can be of service to them. Well, I would be honored to share that journey. It is a little bit of a unique perspective, Mm -hmm. but the training that I have received from you has not only helped me in my professional life, but also in my personal. Yeah. And I I would love um, for people to hear about um, how you found your way to even considering coaching. Well, that was divine and that was you. (laughs) But to give a little bit of a background, I was working within healthcare as an executive overseeing health and well-being. And I was sharing from the stage, as you mentioned, um, that perspective from a medical lens and really how I saw it different from reparative medicine and one of holistic health. And so I was very passionate about that based on my own personal experience Mm -hmm. of having to heal my own body non-traditionally. So that's where the stage came in and also finding myself, as I'm sure a lot of your listeners can attest to, when people reach out and they want to pick your brain or can I talk to you and dive deeper with. So my role into consulting and unofficial coaching was very natural and unintended. And yet I found myself constantly connecting with people either in group or um, one-on-one to where I was, what I thought was coaching. Right. <laughs> and I had an experience where someone had reached out to me 
and I didn't have the opportunity to reply back very quickly. And I found out later that when this person was reaching out to me, a family member of theirs had actually um, said that they were going to take their life. And by the time I connected with this person, she shared with me, I was trying to reach you because my family member was threatening suicide. And Mm -hmm. I was, I, I didn't even know what to say. I was so upset. I was so scared. I felt horrible. And obviously you can't be there for every single person, every single day. It's not your responsibility. But that was the moment that I said, you know, I find myself in these roles that I probably should get some actual training, (laughs) some education on what this looks like. And as the universe often does, um, divinely and sometimes unintentionally, I saw your offering for your holistic coaching training uh, through LinkedIn. And the word that stood out for me was holistic. And that aligned exactly to what I was sharing, uh, you know, in consulting and or from the stage. And I wasn't an easy connection. Um, I appreciate, I messed up our first phone uh, interview. (laughs) I had it in my calendar on the wrong day and I got the message, hey, you know, this is Bev and we were going to connect today. And I'm like, what? I thought that was tomorrow. And you and Richard had such grace and I rescheduled. And when I connected with you guys, I was so attracted to your approach on coaching and how you do very intentionally take the four prongs Mm -hmm. to approach it holistically, which aligned with how I wanted to do it. That's great. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like I have so many students that say, there was divine timing or divine intervention, or there was some sort of synchronicity that happened for them. And I'm so happy to hear that the word or the language of holistic and the energy of it was really in alignment with with what you were already sharing about, but also with what you intended to dive deeper into. So yeah, it's wonderful. And that's what's so important for just anybody to hear when we think about niche or we think about our particular approach or how we serve people, there's so much power in alignment with what you're sharing and what you're putting out there. And you really do attract and create and magnetize the people that energetically connect with that messaging. So I appreciate your words and your feedback on that. And I'm, I'm happy that people get to hear it because you want people that are in true alignment with what you're putting out there. And it makes for such a better experience when you get people that are in alignment with what you're putting out there. So thank you for that. Well, it, it, it gave me chills because that reminded me of when I was in healthcare and I, it, I was no longer in alignment with the model. And I willed my way through my last two years of that career because I wanted to change my surroundings. I wanted them to see what I saw. And I had to realize that the model was set up different than what my current set of beliefs was and my own experience was. So I bring that into our shared space for anyone who's listening to where if you are drawn to a holistic approach to life, to coaching, uh, this program for me was the divine perfect fit because we were able to incorporate at a balanced rate the different spokes. And it really then was something I could use again, personally and professionally. 
Yeah, it's, it's so fascinating that this is coming forward because a big reason I stepped into coaching is because I no longer felt like I could be in a system of care. You know, I worked at nonprofits and in that system of care, uh, and I got to a point in my career where I felt energetically capped out, um, and I didn't like the way... Um, it wasn't a corporate ladder, but there's a particular ladder that also happens in nonprofits. And I didn't like the way that path looked like or felt like to me. And so my crossroads was kind of like this moment of, is this what I'm going to commit to in my professional career to be within this system and work within this bureaucracy? Um, and part of my journey has been that I am pretty progressive and an outside of the box thinker. And for a long time, I tried to fit myself in thinking that it was the only way or the only path that I had to being successful in my life. And that's when coaching came on the scene for me. And it really opened me up to my own abilities to create and forge my own path to success. And so I just, I love just the parallels that are happening between us, Kristen, because um, you've been on quite a similar journey. And so as I share all that, what comes up for you? What comes up is for both of us, uh, this was not a light switch. Mm -hmm. This was a journey <laughs> and the joy and the experience is the journey, right? And that was a big lesson I learned in my four-year journey um, of awakening. And that was, it's not about the destination. It's about the experiences in every moment along the way. And getting to know you the past six months and understanding you're about a five-year journey um, and seeing, I'm watching you create right in front of my eyes. And you know, you have different offerings now that you didn't have eight months ago when I met you yeah. and I am the same. So why I bring that into this space is for anyone who's listening and is like, great, I'm not comfortable at work and I'm an outside the box thinker. Where do I sign up? And you know, what, what light switch do I go hit? Um, unfortunately it's not a light switch, but fortunately it's not a light switch because when you let go and you just open yourself up to that present moment and the wonders of the crossings, that might seem like I didn't see myself having my own company where, you know, I was coaching and consulting, like, what does it even look like? But here I am not too long later because I let go of trying to control it. Yeah. And it's not an overnight thing. It's a constant evolution if you're open to it. Right. And you, I always say, like, how would you know? Right. Like I always tell people, like I studied psychology. I didn't study business and marketing. You know what I mean? And so this whole process for me has been learning things about myself that I didn't even know I could do because I never put myself in situations where I needed to figure that out, you know? And so for you, Kristen, like how did you make that journey from being in healthcare to then doing something on your own? There was an inner knowing that there would be certain things like I had heard for years that I would write a book or, you know, different things. But Bev, this was the funniest part. About two years ago, I sat down with a very dear mentor and friend. We did a two-day retreat together where we put together my business plan and we mapped out what the company would look like, right? We did all this. 
And I started to try to raise funds to go ahead and birth this company. And one of the biggest um, frustrations as an entrepreneur, and I know you know this, (laughs) is the chicken and the egg or the cart and the horse. Like if you don't have any money, you can't build a website. But if you don't have a website, you can't get any money. And so I sat in that space for a very long time of like, I don't know how to do this because I don't have the resources or the clarity. And the, the best thing that happened to me was all of a sudden there was a global pandemic. And I found myself at home learning new skills of how to connect. Like I wouldn't know how to turn on my iPhone to record a video if you said, here's a hundred bucks. And now (laughs) I talk to everybody virtually. So there were some wins, including um, sitting at home and doing some deep contemplation. So my journey again was a journey. And as I pause now and reflect, it's almost like each week there was some kind of a little pop or a little crossing where someone said, hey, you know, I'd be happy to do this for you. And then I said, oh, I'd be happy to do this for you. And some strategic friendships or partnerships, you know, my website, my first website for a year and a half was a less than $100 GoDaddy where I like took pictures from my iPhone and somebody, my brother's friend put them on there for me. And so then I could say I had a website when I was filling out things, but it was like a stagnant page. So my shift from healthcare to my company, even though two years ago I had created a vision and couldn't execute it, I learned because what I'm doing today is exactly what I knew two years ago it it could look like, but I didn't know how to get here. And what my lesson was, was to let go and cast that vision, but you're also not in control of everything. And in hindsight, not only was I not ready yet, but the world now is different because of the pandemic and how we show up and connect. And so it was too soon. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready yet. And the, and really my, my connection, my community wasn't ready yet. So um, during the pandemic, the healthcare system offered um, an out, a financial package because they were trying to reduce costs. And I showed it to my husband and he said, well, that's lovely, but you can't leave. What are you going to go do? And I said, babe, I don't know. I just don't want to do this anymore. And we decided, no, I I was going to stay. You know, I had a great job. I had a great job. And a month later, the day before the application for this package was due, he came to me and he said, you want to take that package, don't you? (laughs) And I said, I do. And he said, have you had any thoughts about what you'd go do? And I said, I don't, but I really, I, I need to do this. So I was very blessed that I had the support of my spouse mm-hmm. to take that pause and take that unique opportunity to have some funding, to be able to sit in the quiet, um, not starve, <laughs> uh, be able to pen my book, which was my reflection. And that was the final, I hope, <laughs> my final piece of the puzzle for my healing journey And now it is from that place of wholeness that I am able to have a company, which I can't even capture all of the energy that is just blessing me each and every day. I am overwhelmed that this is my life, that I get to do what I do all day. I've never been happier. I've never been healthier. And my journey with you in the coaching program has been one of those opportunities for me to assimilate a holistic approach to life and be able to then serve not only myself and myself first, but then others. 
love it. That's so powerful because I always talk about this unfolding that happens um, and you don't know all the steps that are going to happen along the way. And you just have to be willing to go the next step, you know? And so that's why coach training can be really great for people because it's like, it can be the initial focus for somebody. Like I'm going to start by learning how to coach and I'm going to get really good at coaching and I'm going to understand the process of coaching um, and have the journey of learning how to coach, but receiving coaching and having that experience. And so that can be just a really great first step. And that's how I started. It was just like, I'm going to start by learning how to coach. And within two or three months of my first coach training, I was all in. I was like, this is it. This is the thing I'm going to do. I hired a mentor coach and and I took it from there. Um, but I really appreciate what you're sharing because I think it's important for people to hear like how this unfolding and process happens. So for you, like how did the coach training support you in your business, but also in your life? Mm, it, it was such a divine, beautiful experience. And I came in thinking I was just this amazing guide that I, and I did constantly connect with people and bestow upon them my wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it was hilarious in hindsight. And there had been a few other experiences leading up to our, our training together where I started to realize I did something with facilitation. And I learned quickly that facilitation wasn't about me telling everyone what to do and lead, right? It was about me holding space to facilitate a group conversation where I actually don't do the talking. So that was the first tickle where I started to understand that maybe there's other ways to do this that I don't do. So how coaching completely transformed how I show up. And it's a conversation I think every day I still continue to have and watch with wonder the unfolding as I continue to maturate in this thought process. I learned that coaching is about being the, the host for that person to self-discover. It actually has nothing to do with me <laughs> and the divinity of my life experiences. And it was an unbelievable exercise for six months for me to hold myself accountable to that, that style, that philosophy and not just crowd the space and share what I see or what I think the person should do. And the reflection of some of my really big pops in, in my own awareness or my own growth, as I looked in reflection, as I wrote my book, these are with different characters in my life who held space for me, where they allowed me to self-discover. Because if you try to tell me what to do, I'm right. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm going to do the exact opposite because now you've ticked me off. Like, don't tell me what to do. Okay. And on the flip side, when I say, oh my goodness, I just had an awareness. I just had an opening. And then I now believe in it. That's the big growth. And so you and your program helped me practice. And again, it was a, a journey to get to really, really incorporate that style. So not only now when I hold space professionally, whether it's a consulting client, whether I'm doing some coaching, um, 
any of my connections, I really try to breathe through it and ask more and let silence be there more than I ever have. But Bev, this has also just unbelievably blessed me at home. Mm-hmm. And this morning I had a conversation with my husband. I was calling him as I was walking back from meeting with my newest consulting client. And I'm just lit. I'm like, I can't believe I get to do this all day. I'm walking downtown. I have this amazing new office. I have these amazing clients. I don't even, I don't, I, I'm so happy. So I called him up and I shared that with him and he's getting ready. He's getting closer to retirement and um, his industry is very busy. And he said, babe, you know, I'm sorry that I might not be showing up for you like happy, happy, joy, joy, but you know, I have a lot going on. And I said, babe, that's part of the journey, right? It's all up and down. I said, and I'm listening to you and I appreciate when you choose to share what's going on professionally for you. And I'm practicing listening. Mm -hmm. I'm actively trying not to rush in and tell you all the resolve that I see or all of the options for you that I see or want to co-create with you. I am actively listening and holding space. And if you want my input, I'm happy to offer it. I think, I mean, 21 years in this relationship, I think today became the happiest day of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you're not going to give me advice? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm going to sit here and, you know, I have a ton of ideas, but they're not, they need to be his ideas and I need to support them. And that is the biggest takeaway that, and there was other takeaways, but that was the biggest takeaway that this program has blessed me with. That's awesome. That's always so fun to hear. And I love hearing those stories of how people feel that the coaching is positively impacting their most significant relationships in their life. I mean, what could be better than that? So um, that's wonderful. That's great news to hear. And so as far as um, your speaking abilities, you know, from the get-go, I mean, you've had such tremendous self-awareness. So your awareness is what led to this insight uh, around ego and how ego was showing up for you and, and, you know, wanting to give people advice and give people ideas. And, and what was so beautiful for me was then seeing your spirit like come in so strongly because of that awareness around the ego. And so I'm wondering and curious, you know, how all this has impacted your speaking. <laughs> how long do we have, but <laughs> It has been when I was taking the stage for work. And um, so it was a it was a different topic. It was still about wellness, but it was more about, you know, eat nine servings of vegetables and fruit and, you know, stuff like that. But it started to transcend into this mind-body connection because I was literally going through this personally where I was a vegan triathlete, (laughs) which you would think you'd be in this, you know, you would be very healthy. And physically, I looked very healthy. And all of my markers, except one, were healthy. And it was a moment when my partner in the hospital, the medical director of well-being, um, ran some tests on me. And we found I was perfect, 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 perfect. But my inflammation Mm -hmm. marker, we thought they didn't test for it. And there's a hundred markers and this one didn't have a, a little slash on the graph. And so we were about to give up and be like, that's so weird. I don't know why they didn't test for that. Um, all of a sudden we realized that the marker was almost off the, it was off the chart and it was almost off the page. 
and you see this little black line like at the edge of the page. I was so scared at that moment. And I, because I heard in my head information I had received before that in the state of inflammation, disease is created. Mm. So, as a vegan triathlete, an executive overseeing wellness, I had chronic inflammation. That led me on this very introspective if we're not getting it right now, and I'm all about this space, what is wrong? And that was where the self-awareness began. Mm -hmm. And I used to think everyone had to do it my way. And I was really smart and this works really well. And you have to try this. And again, ego. And now I realize I'm just such a, a neophyte and I'm very excitable. And it's not about being right, right? It's about showing up authentically and whole and listening. And that's where the spirit came through. So now when I connect with audience, it is from such a different place because it's not about me trying to guide them on what I think they need. Sound familiar? (laughs) Just like my coaching or, you know, what I thought I was doing as coaching. So now my message to audience in whatever format is, this was my journey But for every human that's breathing air, we're all going to have at least a slightly different journey, if not a really big different journey. And my role is to inspire some kind of curiosity or stirring within you and support your awakening to your own path. So you can't read my book and get step-by-step guide on self-love. You can't hear me from stage and hear, here are the four things you have to do in order to live a life of optimal well-being. Instead, I hope that when I connect from the stage to audience, they're leaving there with a curiosity about their own inner knowing, and then they're inspired to sit with self and get to know and love self. Yeah, that's so incredible. I've always had a really hard time with motivational speakers or I've never resonated with it. I've never resonated with someone else telling me what I should do. So pretty similar to what you were talking about earlier. And so I've always been more fascinated on listening to my own inner guidance and following that and taking action on that. So what you're saying really excites me because I think being able to be on stage and ignite something in somebody so that they then take action on it. To me, that feels really powerful versus somebody just speaking information at, at us and then we don't know what to do with it. So that's like a that's an amazing, amazing shift. And please do tell us about the book because while we were doing the coach training, you were finishing your book. So how was that for you? Wow. That was such a beautiful, divine experience. Um, I was going to be interviewing someone um, for a podcast and she was an author, a new author. So as we were prepping, I said, by the way, how how did you write your book? Because I had talked to a few publishers already and they all wanted me to write a self-help book. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. That's not, that's not a fit for me. And she said, why do you want to write a book? And I said, I don't know. I'm, you know, contemplating. It keeps popping up. I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. She said, you have to meet my professor. I did an entrepreneurial program out of Georgetown University. And it's all, it's an amazing program. Meet Eric. So a day later, I'm on a Zoom with Eric. And two days later, I'm in a cohort. <laughs> like, this is, this is 
this is not a long-term plan. This, you know, one of those things. So I found myself in this program and I'm quote unquote writing a book, but a couple things. First of all, you don't have, you, you might not even get to publish, though I think most people do, but you don't get to necessarily publish. You don't have to publish. So there was this freedom that I don't have to publish this, right? And then also, I don't even know what this book's about, where a lot of authors in the cohort knew what they were writing about. I just knew that I had something stirring inside of me that needed to come out, but I wasn't sure what it was. I wasn't sure the point of it. I wasn't sure how it would connect or what the why was behind it. So I went on this magical five-month journey of just when inspired, sitting down and seeing what stories bubbled up. And Bev, it was the coolest, weirdest thing because I would write something and then I'd finish that chapter. And I'm like, that's so weird that that was a chapter that came up because I didn't even know that was an important, like, really? that That's something I decided to talk about? Like, I, I barely even remember. I haven't talked to that person in 10 years or that was only a five minute interlude. And But again, I had that freedom where none of this had to be included if I didn't want or if it didn't fit. So at the end of five months, uh, when I looked back and pieced this writing together, it was this compilation and the program helped me see it, just like you help guide us in your coaching program to be able to actualize, right? You coached us through. This program coached the author through and said, oh, these are the, these are the pieces of the puzzle. They held such beautiful space for me. So when I reflected and I looked back, I was able to see how the thread of my own journey and my awakening, me getting to self-actualization and therefore self-love, all the different stories that tied together was out there. If anybody could benefit from it, great. But the real reason I wrote it was to release for my own healing. Yeah, that's so wonderful. And I just have to say, like, I want to acknowledge you because while you're sharing, I'm just thinking it's so amazing how Kristen puts herself in environments that are supportive and nurturing to her desired state. So I just want to acknowledge you for that because I feel like that's a strength of yours to put yourself in environments where these creations are able to really take fruit. So what would you say to that? (laughs) Thank you. Um, and thank you for that awareness because you know how often we don't know what we don't know because we're in it, like we're in the middle of it. And what came up for me when you said that was there's been so many times and part of what my share in the book, are, you know, some of the chapters are about are those times where I wasn't comfortable and I wasn't surrounded by. And I was, I became or I already was the outlier or the different. And I was trying to conform and not only conform, but lead from within environments that really weren't in an alignment. And there was one moment where there's a gentleman um, in Los Angeles, his name is Guru Singh. And I, I read his reflections daily and he does Kundalini yoga. He's an amazing gentleman. And he was on a podcast and he shared how he was at this table, like this board table, and he kept trying to share what he saw. And no one at the table wanted to have anything to do with what he said. And he kept showing up at the table and kept inputting and trying to help guide everybody. And finally, he woke up one day and he said, 
why am I working so hard to be at their table? They don't want me. I'm just going to go sit at my own table. And Bev, I thought about that the other day on my walk. And that little tidbit, that, that two minute story that he shared on a podcast changed the trajectory of how I show up. And so now I don't seek. I think this is, this is a huge revelation for me. It's not that I seek, I have to go find community that I can fit into that are like-minded, that are going to be nurturing. I sit with self and I, 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 I'm just, I be, (laughs) be period is the first of my two sign-offs, be, and then love. And I'm attracting community that is nurturing. And I'm saying yes to community that is nurturing. So for anyone who's listening, who's seeking, right. Who's out there actively like hungry for the answer is not outside of us. That satiation, that joy, that love, that connection that we're looking for is connection first and foremost to self. And then from that place of self-love and wholeness, when we're comfortable with that, we start radiating out and attracting where all of a sudden a girlfriend who I never even physically met, (laughs) we're in some virtual group together, recommends me to her professor. And two days later, I'm in this gorgeous cohort of writers. I didn't seek that. It found me, you and I, right? I don't even remember, but all of a sudden I knew this thing was on my calendar and I'm like, that's cool because I love that word holistic. And then when we talked and I'm like, I love her energy. And then I talked to him like, I'm not really sure I got a lot going on. And, you know, we put it, we're going to start it here. It was just divine. I wasn't looking to get coaching training. I wasn't looking to become a coach. I was being, and then I attracted you and you've been a huge catalyst for my growth. So that's a long answer to your question, but I did bring that into this space because I find when people are actively like work, like swimming upstream to find, let go and be in flow, be you, it'll come at you. It's such a great message. And I think it really encompasses your energy, your essence and what you're putting out there. Just so exciting. So the, the book is Her Phoenix Rising, correct? Yes, it is. And um, I would love for us to be able to put some of these things in the show notes. So um, the book writing course that you did, uh, I would love for us to share a link to Her Phoenix Rising, uh, maybe even the guru that you were just talking about that you said you um, listened to reflections from. That would be, yeah, let's put that in the show notes too. So that would be wonderful. And just to like finish us off here, what's the legacy that you're hoping to leave behind in your work? Hmm. And while I, my lens is not to be legendary, <laughs> right? My lens is to be love and what I hope that does is leave a legacy of folks falling in love with themselves and the perfection of their imperfect journey. And knowing that from that place of wholeness with our unique, diverse ways that we can interconnect and be one and, and be love. Wow. I feel that. Yeah. I have chills. I feel that. 
is a beautiful question. And I know that's why you call this, your podcast that. And I, I cherish your work and the light that you're shedding to the world. Thank you. Well, legacy is an interesting word um, because I don't connect to that word in um, something outside of myself that I have to create. Um, so what you said really spoke to me because, you know, my legacy is who I be, right? I'm, um, I want to be the demonstration of love, of grace, of non-judgment. And um, I truly believe that coaching and just, you know, co coaching has brought us together and learning how to coach and looking at ourselves. And I think coaching is a way that we can learn more about our loving essence and then be more of our loving essence. So I'm forever grateful for our connection. How can people reach you? My website is just my name, kristencollins.com. And from there, there's uh, all kinds of ways we can connect and I'd be happy to connect with your audience because I am your audience. And uh, I think that together we can help one another come back to self. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your beautiful work in light. If there's only one thing you take away from today's episode, I hope it's the importance of continuing to stretch yourself. What I love about people that come into our holistic coach certification program is that many of these people are beautiful souls, heart-centered, and they are people that love to learn and stretch themselves. And I hope that by hearing Kristen's story today, you see the importance uh, of continuing to stretch yourself and do your own inner work so that you can be the best coach possible. If you enjoyed listening today, please leave us a positive comment, rate and review so that more people can be reached by the power of coaching. And I am just wishing you a beautiful, beautiful journey ahead. Stay coarse, keep yourself surrounded by people that lift you and love you while you express what you are meant to express into this world. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Bye-bye.